school real good. And let's see, what else? Oh, yeah. She tried to kill me. Father Dominic was back at school, but he was wearing a cast that went all the way down to his toes and disappeared up his long black robe. Who knew how far? Personally, I didn't like to think about it. He was getting pretty handy with those crutches, though. He could chase the late kids up and down the halls if he had to. But since he was the principal, and it was up to the novices to hand out late slips, he didn't have to. Besides, Father Dom was pretty cool, and wouldn't do something like that even if he could. Though he takes the whole ghost thing a little too seriously, if you ask me. Susanna, he said tiredly, you and I, for better or for worse, were born with an incredible gift, an ability to see and speak to the dead. There you go again, I said, rolling my eyes, with that gift stuff. Frankly, Father, I don't see it that way. How could I? Since the age of two, two years old, I've been pestered with, pounded on, plagued by restless spirits. For fourteen years, I've put up with their abuse, helping them when I could, punching them when I could not, always fearful of somebody finding out my secret and revealing me to be the biological freak I've always known I am, but have tried so desperately to hide from my sweet, long-suffering mother. And then Mom remarried and moved me out to California, in the middle of my sophomore year, thanks very much, where, wonder of wonders, I'd actually met someone cursed with the same horrible affliction, Father Dominic. Only, Father Dominic refuses to view our gift in the same light as me. To him, it's a marvelous opportunity to help others in need. Yeah, okay, that's fine for him. He's a priest. He's not a 16-year-old girl who, hello, would like to have a social life. If you ask me, a gift would have some plus side to it, like superhuman strength or the ability to read minds or something. But I don't have any of that cool stuff. I'm just an ordinary 16-year-old girl, well, okay, with above-ordinary looks, if I do say so myself, who happens to be able to converse with the dead. Big deal. Susanna, he said now, very seriously, we are mediators. We aren't, well, terminators. Our duty is to intervene on the spirit's behalf and lead them to their ultimate destination— we do that by gentle guidance and counseling, not by punching them in the face or by performing Brazilian voodoo exorcisms. He raised his voice on the word exorcisms, even though he knew perfectly well I'd only done the exorcism as a last resort. It's not my fault half the school fell down during it. I mean, technically, that was the ghost's fault, not mine. Okay, okay already. I said, holding up both hands in an I-surrender sort of gesture. I'll try it your way from now on. I'll do the touchy-feely stuff. Jeez, you West Coasters. It's all back rubs and avocado sandwiches with you guys, isn't it? Father Dominic shook his head. And what would you call your mediation technique, Susanna? Headbutts and chokeholds? That's very funny, Father Dom, I said. Can I go back to class now? Not yet. He puttered around with the cigarettes, tapping the pack like he was actually going to open it. That'll be the day. How was your weekend? Swell, I said. I held up my hands, knuckles turned toward him. See? He squinted. 
Good heavens, Susanna, he said. What is that? Poison oak. Good thing nobody told me it grows all over the place around here. It doesn't grow all over the place, Father Dominic said. Only in wooded areas. Were you in a wooded area this weekend? Then his eyes widened behind the lenses of his glasses. Susanna, you didn't go to the cemetery, did you? Not alone. I know you believe yourself to be indomitable, but it isn't at all safe for a young girl like yourself to go sneaking around cemeteries, even if you are a mediator. I put down my hands and said disgustedly, I didn't catch this in any cemetery. I wasn't working. I got it at Kelly Prescott's pool party Saturday night. Kelly Prescott's pool party? Father Dominic looked confused. How would you have encountered Poison Oak there? Too late, I realized I probably should have kept my mouth shut. Now I was going to have to explain, to the principal of my school, who also happened to be a priest, no less, about how a rumor had gone around midway through the party that my stepbrother Dopey and this girl named Debbie Mancuso were going at it in the pool house. I had, of course, denied the possibility, since I knew Dopey was grounded. Dopey's dad, my new stepfather, who, for a mostly laid-back California kind of guy, had turned out to be a pretty stern disciplinarian, had grounded Dopey for calling a friend of mine a fag. So when the rumor went around at the party that Dopey and Debbie Mancuso were doing the nasty in the pool house, I was pretty sure everyone was mistaken. Brad, I kept insisting. Everyone but me calls Dopey Brad, which is his real name, but believe me, Dopey fits him much better was back home listening to Marilyn Manson through headphones since his father had also confiscated his stereo speakers. But then someone said, Go take a look for yourself. And I made the mistake of doing so, tiptoeing up to the small window they'd indicated and peering through it. I had never particularly cared to see any of my stepbrothers in the buff. Not that they are bad-looking or anything, Sleepy, the oldest one, is actually considered something of a stud by most of the girls at Unipero Sarah Mission Academy, where he is a senior and I am a sophomore. But that doesn't mean I have any desire to see him strutting around the house without his boxers. And of course Doc, the youngest, is only twelve, totally adorable with his red hair and sticky-outy ears, but not what you'd call a babe. And as for Dopey, well, I particularly never wanted to see Dopey and his altogether. In fact, Dopey is just about the last person on earth I'd ever wish to see naked. Fortunately, when I looked through that window, I saw that reports of my stepbrother's state of undress, as well as his sexual prowess, had been greatly exaggerated. He and Debbie were only making out. This is not to say that I wasn't completely repulsed. I mean, I wasn't exactly proud that my stepbrother was in there tongue-wrestling with the second stupidest person in our class, after himself. I looked away immediately, of course. I mean, we've got showtime at home, for God's sake. I've seen plenty of French kissing before. I wasn't about to stand there gawking while my stepbrother engaged in it. And as for Debbie Mancuso, well, all I can say is she ought to lay off the sauce. She can't afford to lose any more brain cells than she already has, what with all the hairspray she slathers on in the girls' room between classes. It was as I was staggering away in disgust from the pool house window, which was situated above a small gravel path, that I believe I stumbled into some poison oak. 
I don't remember coming into contact with plant life at any other time this past weekend, being a generally indoors kind of girl. And let me tell you, I really stumbled into those plants. I was feeling lightheaded from the horror of what I'd just seen, you know, the tongues and all. Plus, I had on my platform mules, and I sort of lost my balance. The plants I grabbed onto were all that saved me from the ignominy of collapsing on Kelly Prescott's redwood pool deck. What I told Father Dominic, however, was an abridged version. I said I must have staggered into some poison oak as I was getting out of the Prescott's hot tub. Father Dominic seemed to accept this and said, Well, some hydrocortisone ought to clear that up. You should see the nurse after this. Be sure not to scratch it or it will spread. Yeah, thanks. I'll be sure not to breathe either. That'll probably be just about as easy. Father Dominic ignored my sarcasm. It's funny about us two both being mediators. I've never met anybody else who happened to be one. In fact, only a couple of weeks ago, I thought I was the only mediator in the whole wide world. But Father Dom says there are others. He's not sure how many, or even how exactly, we precious few happen to be picked for our illustrious, have I mentioned unpaid, careers. I'm thinking we should maybe start a newsletter or something, the Mediator News, and have conferences. I could give a seminar on five easy ways to kick a ghost's butt and not mess up your hair. Anyway, about me and Father Dom. For two people who have the same weird ability to talk to the dead, we are about as different as can be. Besides the age thing, Father Dom being 60 and me being 16, he's Mr. Nice himself, whereas I'm, well, not. Not that I don't try to be. It's just that one thing I've learned from all of this is that we don't have very much time here on Earth. So why waste it putting up with other people's crap?